welcome to Rag Chew. And if you're as curious as a kitty cat as I am, you can go follow us over on uh, social media at Rag Chew Podcast. I'm Max, and Jimmy Fallon is funny because he has good joke writers. That's all. And I'm Cade, and the Back to the Future script was rejected 40 times before Universal bought it. Disney actually declined it after saying it was a movie about incest, despite the fact that they Jeez. bought Star Wars, where siblings Luke and Leia share a kiss. I would also like to introduce to you this evening, we have two special guests for our 15th episode of Rag 2, Very Exciting Times, Maxwell. We have Eric, a former guest of the show, and we also have Brandon, who's calling in to be with us this evening. Eric, go ahead and introduce yourself. Brandon, bring yourself in right after, please. Hey, I'm Eric, and uh, Superman didn't always fly. It wasn't until the 1940s when animators for a new animated series decided it would be too difficult to routinely draw him bending his knees that it was decided that Superman could take off into the air. Hmm. Hey there, I'm Brandon, and there's about 700 grapes in one bottle of wine, and if you're wondering, that's about 2.6 pounds. That's wow. a lot of grapes. That is if a lot of grapes. I weighed that much. A lot of grapes. Jeez. Dang. Wow. That's a ton of grapes. All I'm thinking of right now is the YouTube video of the grape lady falling. Do you guys remember <laughs> that old YouTube video? Uh, The one where the lady was like stomping and then fell out of the thing? Yes. Yeah, and I she's like, ah, ah, yeah. ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that's going through my head right now. Oh, my gosh. For anybody who listened to last week's episode where I was able to include the yell of the uh, the, uh, the former senator running for president, uh, maybe, I can, yeah, maybe I can include that this week if you're up Yeah, there. I think that'd be great. That'd be, if you want to insert it right here, Cade. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's awesome to have you guys on. Appreciate you guys coming on. And I uh, also want to thank a lot of our listeners that are listening in right now. We just passed a thousand total downloads, uh, so thank you for your continued support. As always, uh, Cade and I are loving it, and we appreciate you guys listening uh, right now. But uh, we want to hear what's going on in uh, in Brandon and Eric's uh, quarantine time. You've heard us; we want to hear them. Brandon, if you want to like lead us off here, what are you doing in your isolation time? So, at my isolation time, I'm spending a lot of time at home. Kind of like everybody else, hanging out with these two other guys that we're talking with today. Kate and Eric, we've been getting down and playing some Call of Duty while we have been stuck inside trying to figure out the lay of the land and the ways of the new war zone in Call of Duty. Mm, okay, okay. I like it. Sounds like you and my quarantine are exactly the same. I have now <laughs> officially put on an extra 24 hours onto the game in about three weeks so i don't know whether i don't have a life or i don't have a wife yet yeah um, my, my wife leaning towards she's, it leaning towards she's it to kill me, i'm sure i'm sitting in my office every day screaming and yelling you know it's you know, a standard boy thing to do yep my wife the other day she put on my headset and she was trying to act like what i sound like when i play xbox and she proceeded to say god bless it and i was like wow she goes, yeah, that's what you sound like when you play this. And I said, pretty accurate. You're right, babe. Listen, I think we all sound super angry when we're playing Xbox, but I think it's even worse now because of that bitch Carol Baskin. Honestly, <laughs> she makes everything a lot worse. It's so bad. She infuriates me. I Gosh. think you're right. Honestly, I get it. Eric, what are you doing in your uh, isolation time over there? Good, sir. Uh, a lot of the same things. Um, it helps that uh, the NFL Network decided to bless us with uh, a free uh, version of Game Pass. Uh, basically, we can watch uh, just about any NFL game that has taken place in the past decade, essentially. Uh, sometimes a little bit even further back. Uh, I know the uh, I'm a big Jaguars fan, just like Cade here. So, uh, you know, they, they put on uh, the 2000, I think it was 2007 wild card game between uh, the Jaguars and the Steelers, uh, where David Garrard ran on that fourth and two play and set up the game winning field goal. So, uh, you know, I've been watching a lot of old games, been watching a lot of old movies and things like that. And uh, like Brandon said, we, we've been playing a lot of Call of Duty. My uh, <laughs> The fact that I've maxed out uh, my level on Call of Duty in addition to the, the battle pass that they have. I, I think I've been playing a little too much Xbox lately, but that's all right. 
I'm waiting for just the HUD on the bottom of the screen to just be ingrained into my eyes, so when people look at me, they can yes. see it. You know, every day. I've already <laughs> had dreams where I, I I wake up and I'm I'm hearing chests and I'm hearing, uh, you know, different things like bullets whizzing by my head, uh, things like that. I'm like, oh, maybe I, maybe I should dial back on the Call of Duty a little bit. Eric is in his very own hair. war zone over there. Jeez. there. I mean, his his own. <laughs> It's very I mean, I walked out of my house the other day and I saw the reflection on someone's mirror and I had to jump down because I thought I was getting sniped at. <laughs> it's a good way. It's a good way for that to happen. Uh, I can, uh, you know what? I haven't felt this way quite honestly since uh, Halo 3 first came out. And when it came out, I spent the entire day playing nothing but that about eight straight hours to where, uh, to where the point uh, that uh, my grandparents thought something was wrong with me. And when I would blink, I could see, like, the press X to swap for a shotgun <laughs> on the back of my eyelids. And, uh, yeah, so this is the first time I've been that way since. But uh, I didn't, uh, just to give you, like, an idea, folks, like, I'm thankful for video games at this moment, wow. as I'm Especially sure these right guys are. Absolutely. Um, and I feel bad for folks who don't have that because uh yesterday like i waited yesterday i didn't turn anything on until a little later in the afternoon because long story short my controller uh that i had actually broke um, no. r.i.p yeah and so rip, rip i was waiting controller. for my new one to come in right so i'm like okay well i bought a new one well my my wife uh, so long uh, actually let me make a shorter story a little longer for you so uh, my TV in my man cave actually stopped working. And then the very next day, my controller stopped working. So my wife said it was a sign from the heavens that I should stop f***ing playing games. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, yeah, not seriously, though. She's she's real sweet. She understands that when our son gets here that I won't have time to really do that anymore. Um, but uh, I was like, nope. And so I ordered another controller. So I was waiting for it to come in yesterday. So I waited a little longer to get started on the video games uh, is the moral of the story. And uh, boy, during the whole morning, you know, like I did some other things. Like we watched some TV shows. We played some Uno. And I was like, I don't know what's happening right now. I can't know. I don't know what to do with my hands. So, what, do I, what do I do with my hands? What do I do with my hands? <laughs> So people out there who don't have an outlet like that, I, I, I sympathize for because it's a time where there's uh, not much to do, you know? So, you know, play video games and uh, get a little crunk. Oh, yeah. We oh, are all yeah. drinking every day, right? Like, that's an acceptable thing? It's airport yeah. rules during the quarantine. Yeah, I feel 9 like... a.m. The, the like five o'clock Sunday thing goes away, or excuse me, five o'clock somewhere thing just comes in act during situations like this. Yeah, it's just, it's every day. You I know? just had some yeah. bacon and toast. Let's go ahead and crack a beer. <laughs> <laughs> I think I read something that it's 30% of people that are working from home are definitely having an adult, uh, an adult beverage while working. Honestly, yeah, I could believe those it. numbers. Yeah. We- <laughs> The, the, those are rookie numbers. We need to pump those. Those up. are people. Those tw- that's thirty percent of people who have admitted it. That's what we need. To yeah, do. right. That's How just like that have been surveyed. Yeah, that's just like China saying that. Yeah, we don't have any more new cases. Like that. Yeah, <laughs> that you're that you're reporting. Yeah. That yeah. you're reporting. For Settle some down. I don't believe you. <laughs> Honestly, I wonder I why feel, there's distrust there. I feel like a lot of people right now are living the uh, the Kesha TikTok song. You know, wake up in the morning. Brush my teeth with a bottle of Jack, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people yeah. are living that for real now. Yeah, especially this group of fellas. I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, we don't like Jack Daniels at all. I don't. I, I don't. can't stand Jack Daniels. I don't know. What I don't drink. Oh. Yeah, I've never, never like, taken another nope. step of my Jack and Jack. Never have I ever. Never have I ever. <laughs> Dang it! I just lost another finger. Ugh. Oh, uh, whoops. <laughs> there goes gangrene once again, <laughs> folks. Down. No! a TikTok video now. <laughs> <laughs> whoops. Oh, my goodness. Well, Cade, any update? So you've been playing a lot of Call of Duty. Anything big uh, project-wise? Since I know uh, you're more productive in your life than I am. I have not worked on any additional projects um, in this past week. I... At the most, woke up and walked from my couch to the fridge, then to my office. So I added an extra couple of steps there. Otherwise, same. 
Um, <laughs> that's about as productive as I've been. That's a good uh, a couple extra steps you got. Uh, I am proud of you. But uh, I will say, as far as projects, I, I mean, I have things I need to do, right? So there's one thing in particular that I need to do very badly that I've been threatening to do throughout this entire thing. And maybe tomorrow will be the day. We'll see how it goes. Um, I have some shelves I got to put up in my man cave. And um, I have specifically asked my wife, as wonderful as she is, to continue to pester me about it so that maybe I'll do it. And I just still haven't done it because I have a bunch of stuff in boxes. I got to I gotta get up and clear some rooms. So that's a project I'm working on. Uh, I did my yard today. Uh, it looks fantastic. My I was going to do it yesterday, and I was a little hungover, so I didn't do it. But then both <laughs> of my neighbors decided they were going to do theirs and make me look bad. And I'm like, ah, oh, you guys are jerks. So uh, my yard was the only long one this morning out of the two. And I was like, all right, so I, I better get the out worst. there. Yeah, so I did. So I got out there. It was supposed to rain today. It never did, uh, here at least. And um, now really, honestly, that's that's about the extent of what I've uh, worked on so far. As far as projects go, I don't have a ton down the pipe, man. I'm just living day to day, and I'm happy to be alive. That's where I'm at. Yeah, I'll agree. I'll say right now is, uh, you know, I, I was super productive in the beginning because I kept going through my mind of, you know, uh, I got to stay busy. I got to keep projects going, you know, that kind of stuff. It'll make the time move faster. And as this just continues to drag on, right, the more or excuse me, less productive I start getting. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully I can keep it up all the projects. So the uh, the bench and stuff I was working on has kind of been halted. But then my wife and I were discussing painting because I was like, that would be fun to start painting walls in my house. Um, and that's about the extent of production that I've had. Otherwise, you know, like I said, Call of Duty, I've been very productive. Got some great KD ratios going on right now. Kill death ratios. So doing doing fantastic right now. But very proud know, of you, sir. Very proud. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you. When I uh, I'm actually asking my wife if she wouldn't mind just placing my KD ratio on my grave. Um, because it's something I'm so proud of, you know, <laughs> I'm obligated to ask what it is. Uh, currently it is a 1.67. That's oh, pretty damn good. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. All right. I've been, wow. I'm I proud of a 1.3, but a 1.67, pretty darn good. I was, uh, I w I've been, I've been popping off a little bit recently. Um, but my Warzone one is like a 0.76, so it's yeah. I was gonna say garbage. mine is like under one in Warzone, so I don't want to like you know I don't want to. Uh, well, uh, uh, he done myself. I was gonna <laughs> brag and say that's because he hasn't played with us, and then you just completely buried us there, Brandon. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you know, if my teammates didn't run away in a fight, God, they were uh -oh. Listen, we got our first dub in quads earlier today, so uh, we sure did. Did and you really? Did. Yes. We in trios, in trios, we're in double digit dubs, but in quads, we finally got our first dub today. So it was good. We sure did. Woo! Congratulations. I'm proud. Very, very nice. So, uh, other than uh, everything going on, so I'll ask Brandon, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you've, uh, I guess, what you, your hobbies, that kind of stuff. I'd love to hear a little bit more about you, and then we'll uh, jump to Eric a little bit. Man, I, I've, I've had so much fun, you know, the past uh, 10 years or so in my personal life. I, I spent 10 years at Universal Studios as a VIP tour guide, and that transitioned into me uh, working overseas in Australia for an Australian-based company for about five years after that. Wow. Uh, so I've gotten to travel quite a bit, met some amazing people while I was there. Um, so my, that's my thing, man. I, I love to travel. My, my wife and I, we don't have kids, and so we like to hop on a plane, a boat a train, anything we can really get on and, uh, and go. So, uh, she got to go to Australia for the first time a couple years ago. We went back last year. And so we've just been kind of traveling it up, trying to get to as many places as we can spend as much time together as we can. We both work quite a bit. Um, I help run a business now, so it's a completely different world for me. I spend a lot of time on the road and away from her and she works from home. So she's stuck at home all the time. So she wants to try to get out and about when she can, and so that's been us. And as a matter of fact, we were supposed to go uh, on a cruise right as this whole thing started. So we had a cruise trip wind up getting canceled. And then uh, another, another trip, we're supposed to fly to Atlanta for a weekend, had that get canceled. So we're looking forward to once this whole thing is done and over with, we want to get back out there and keep traveling some more. 
How many countries would you say you've been to? Oh, man. If I had to guess, 12? 12. Dang, Maybe. that's a lot more than the one I have, which is just the United States of America. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to think. Of I've, been some, I've been some pretty cool places, uh, you know, Australia, uh, New Zealand, Fiji. Um, you know, I've been to some pretty cool little places too. So uh, that's what I was saying off the top of my head. I don't exactly know. That'd be a good thing for me to figure out exactly how many countries I've been to. Then I got to ask you, because I asked Eric this on our last podcast. So I asked something about crime, but I'm going to spin it a little bit. What's the okay. craziest thing you've ever had happen to you while you were traveling? Oh, my goodness. Um, okay, so this, can I go with didn't happen directly to me, but somebody I was traveling with? All right, I'll take it. I'll take fair? it, sure. I'll yeah, buy yeah, that, I'll, I'll, I'll buy that this, for a dollar. I'll this buy is the craziest, the craziest thing, craziest story you may ever hear. Uh, was traveling with a friend of mine. Uh, we were in Costa Rica. Um, and we went to Costa Rica. And to make an even crazier story, we went there to stay in an airplane that had been crashed in the rainforest that had now been turned into a hotel. Crazy. What? So, wow. Yeah, exactly. So we went, we did this, uh, and we had met up with some other friends there. Stayed in this, it's amazingly cool. Uh, this was years and years ago. I don't even remember what it was called, but here we get, you know, look it up. I'm sure you can Google it. Um, and so we're coming back and we're going through uh, the airport there in Costa Rica and we're coming home. And uh, I go through their security uh, checkpoint, which is nowhere near as crazy as ours, by the way. I get through and I turn around, I'm looking for my friend. And he's not there. And I asking one of the people there, where, where did he go? And uh, they just point to a room. Uh, and I'm like, no, like, where, where's my friend? Like, I, we, we need to stay together. So, like, we're traveling together. That's our rule. Like, we always stay together. And um, they're like, no, he's, he's over there. Security, security, security. And so, of course, I speak foreign language. And um, I was like, okay. They're like, just wait. Everything will be fine. So I'm waiting. And I'm waiting, and it's like 20 minutes goes by, then like 30 minutes go by, and I see police start to come into the building. And I'm like, I'm, I'm going wherever they're going because they're going to this security room. And so I walk, just kind of blended in, I walked in with them. And to make a long story short, uh, they thought he was trying to smuggle drugs in his stomach. What? Wow. Yeah. Yes, he went through their, their scanner machine, and they were telling him that he was smuggling drugs, and they were going to cut him open to find them. I could never, I could never fathom uh, this happening. And it, weird enough, on the, on the flight there, I was looking at my passport and uh, looking over you know, all the little things that are in there that people never read. And they're like, if you're ever – there's a part in there. It's like, if you're ever in trouble, call this number. And sure enough, I, I called uh, this number, and they actually sent somebody there. So, like, from, I don't know, a police force or whatever. It was, like, the craziest thing that ever happened. And long story short, they finally got it all figured out, and they let us leave and, and go home. Uh, but he was trapped. And obviously, he could tell the story better than I can. But he was trapped in this room for, like, over an hour of them telling him that he's trying to smuggle drugs in his stomach. That's kind what? of wild, man. That's wild. Did they send like a US ambassador to yes, like talk exactly. to Exactly. That's exactly what happened. They sent like a US ambassador. They showed up. I, I tried to get in there. Like I said, I kind of snuck my way in, but then I got thrown out very quickly. And I found out what was happening. I called and then they came and it was just blah. Like a whirlwind of events. And I was like, I can't wait to live, leave here. <laughs> wow. That was yes. understandable. Jeez, I'm so glad I asked that question. That was so yes. interesting. It was quite crazy. Oh, my gosh. Well, Eric, I'm going to ask you to uh, attempt to uh, go up to that standard there. So, wow. uh, Eric, what's what's going on over there? Let me hear, let me hear a little bit about you. What's what's uh, what's going on? Let me, let's hear a little bit about your uh, your life there, Eric. Uh, you know, nothing to that extent. I mean, you, you kind of heard about my uh, my ex-girlfriend and uh, muggers on bikes and things like that uh, <laughs> before before this. But uh, not, nothing to that extent. Um, you know, I've, I've just been hanging out. I've been, you know, self-quarantining, like, you know, everybody's been kind of told to do. And, uh, I, I try to stay out of the the public as much as I possibly can. You know, like I said, I've been enjoying 
watching uh, old uh, football games and uh, movies and things like that that I haven't quite gotten around to doing. Uh, it's been nice to you know, play uh, video games with, with these gentlemen here that uh, we don't necessarily get to do in, in our normal daily lives. Um, I was out at uh, the Orlando International Airport uh, since December. Uh, so once this thing uh, kind of started coming down the pipeline, I was like, okay, so uh, St. Patrick's Day, I decided to just take a step back and, you know, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll stay at home. Y- y'all let me know when uh, it's, you know, a little bit safer to come back. And needless to say, they, they didn't necessarily tell me, hey, don't come back. Don't come back. So, uh, yeah, so I, I've just been chilling at home since uh, about the 17th or so of March. And, uh, you know, nothing, nothing too crazy has happened since then. Uh, I did get to go uh, to downtown Orlando and live it up a little bit before this thing got super serious. And uh, so it was nice to kind of bar hop a little bit. I did that with one of my uh, my good friends, uh, Leanne, uh, who uh, she ends up listening to this. She she knows what uh, what a good time we had, kind of bar hopping and visiting everything in downtown Orlando. But uh, other than that, yeah, just been kind of keeping to myself and uh, trying to wait for this thing to blow over. I get it. I get it. So what's the first thing you're going to do after all of this ends? Oh, and I've I've said this to numerous people, including these two gentlemen here in the uh, in the podcast here today. Uh, I just want to go to a bar, hand them my credit card, go ahead and start a tab, and I, I will leave when I leave. You know, I, I <laughs> Eric, just, I gotta I gotta ask you as your buddy if you could choose one bar, what what bars are gonna be? Oh man, in the Orlando bar. in the Orlando metro area, what bar is it gonna oh, be? Man. And I'll join you there. I'll be there. I just want to know what bar is it gonna be? One bar, just about any of them downtown Orlando. Like I, I'll do that in just about any of them in downtown Orlando because all of them are, are really freaking good. Uh, there's really not a bad place to go downtown Orlando. Uh, I will say Hans's Shoe Repair is a place that uh, Kate and I Definitely have such a good establishment uh, for such a small place. Um, it, it's kind of a, 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 a pseudo rooftop bar, uh, but it, it's such a small yeah, little a, area. It's a speakeasy. It's a speakeasy. It is. It's a speakeasy. Yeah. Yeah. If you're absolutely. looking for if you're looking for good beverages and just a good experience, it's fun. Yes. Yeah, handcrafted cocktails there. So the bartenders there are like super, you know, vast in knowledge of alcohol and how to make crazy drinks. And a really cool thing about that place is you you can't just walk up and walk in. Uh, mm-hmm. There is no sign. You will have to do some research on how to find the place. And also tell you you need to do some research on how to find the password. I don't want to give you all the goods, but you will need to retrieve a password before you go there. Uh, and once you do find the door, um, they're going to ask you for that password. And if you don't have it, you're not getting in. That's an it, interesting concept. It is. Also, yeah. you, can't really wear, cool. you can't wear shorts and you can't wear jeans. Nope. Yeah, no shorts, no jeans, and no flip-flops. No open-toe shoes for the guys. Yep, 100%. That's awesome. And, and, Fun time, yeah, though. That, that, Good place. That, it, uh, it's a hell of a place to go style to. style of uh, establishment. So really, really yes. fun. Can yes. I can I volunteer uh, to you where I think my number one choice would be? To oh go yes, go right ahead, man. Ooh, go right ahead. Ooh. I'm eager to hear. Um, Corona Cigar Bar. Downtown Ooh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Good call. Yeah. We've had many of uh, encounters and, and fun times at Corona Cigar downtown. We have. And I think, man, just going with the boys down there for a uh, a stogie and a nice glass of scotch just would be the perfect way to celebrate the end of um, some cr- some crazy times we've experienced. So I Do look forward gonna, to that day. You think they're going to get any, like, uh, either either one way or the other, either people staying away or people going more purely because their name is Corona? Uh, Ooh, that's, that's a good question. question. I don't know. Maybe. Like, I, I, you I, think I, the owners like sitting back, being like, "Oh my goodness, this is going to cripple me. Our name's Corona. Nobody's going to want to have anything to do with we Corona." Will never financially no. I, I people, think. I think that. Like, let's have an end of Corona party at Corona. And you know what? <laughs> Despite the efforts of that bitch, Carol Baskin, I think there's enough people out there who would be very <laughs> oh, interested in the fact that. It, the name is Corona that they would want to go and just be there because the name is Corona. So uh, it, uh, I just to throw this out there, folks, Corona cigar bar, it's a cigar bar, downtown Orlando. They also have one on sand Lake drive. They don't have just cigars. There's plenty of cigars. Um, there is every scotch, vodka, gin, 
um, beer, whiskey. wine, uh, whiskey, whiskey have, under the sun. Yeah, you name it, and they, they've got it. So it's uh, it's it's cool. Uh, uh, free plug there, I guess. Uh, just because I enjoy it, but um, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a fun place to go to, and uh, don't let the name deter you. No, I'll say I. Yeah, I'm going to answer your question literally here because I've been sitting here milling it over. Okay. I think personally, I think it's going to do better. And and the only reason why I say that is one, I think a lot of people are going to be coming out in droves to be going out and doing stuff. But two, I think people who go to establishments such as like a, a cigar bar, you know, are typically a certain group of people. And it's not like the idiots out there who think that drinking Corona beer, they're going to get the coronavirus from. Right. So I, I, I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, it's I just unfortunate, go. unfortunate, but yes. it's, it's not the logic that I think people who smoke cigars are more intelligent. It's not that at all. I think it's the fact that it's just a very select group of people and the people who do smoke cigars and that kind of stuff are going to go because even if it has that name, they most likely know the brand because I think Corona Cigars is a large brand, if I know correctly. Yeah, Maybe I'm wrong. It's, it's pretty popular to my knowledge. Yeah, definitely popular. Yeah, so I feel like a lot of people are going to be like, yeah, no, I'm just going to go to my place, you know, and that's that's their place that they go to. Everyone's kind of got, you know, it's kind of like the Cheers theme song, you know, a place right. where everyone knows everybody your name. Everybody knows your name. Exactly. So I feel like a lot of people are going to still be going versus the idiots that wouldn't be aren't already going you know it's it's i don't know i answered your question literally and i apologize but uh no i love it i'm I glad that it. you did i'm glad you did yeah because providing a little insight sad. i'd be very sad if people stopped going there for any reason um they've been around for a long long time they they treat everybody very well while you're in there we always have a good time when we're there and so I'd be super sad if something happened to them. They couldn't survive this whole thing. And a very fun fact for anybody out there who wants to spend their Trump check in a very peculiar kind of way <laughs> is that they do sell <laughs> Prohibition cigars and Prohibition yes. whiskey. Uh, yes. they really? From the Prohibition yes, era of America. They sell it. Uh, it costs a lot of money. Yep. Um, so if you have extra money or you'd like to spend your little extra ching-ching some uh, kind of weight, then that's a good way to do it. Man, that alcohol is going to burn like hell, bro. Oh, my gosh. It's great alcohol. If it was 40% back in the day, it's 70 now. Just assume it. Oh, man. Like, I could feel my throat burn there for a hot second. (laughs) I was like, oof, oof. (laughs) Feeling some type of way. Brandon, what's the first place you're going to, or what's the first thing you're doing when this all ends? Man, I want sushi so bad, brother. Oh, amen. Man, I'm going to Saito Sushi when I get done with this. I'm taking my wife to a nice night of sushi, and I'm just going to sit there. I might just look at it for like five minutes before I eat it. I might just devour it. But like for me, I'm not like a sushi to go person. I know some people like love sushi to go and like I think it's even better the next morning. That is not me. I, I love fresh sushi with a side of ponzu sauce. And I just want to go sit, watch some a bit guy of spicy mayo, some eel sauce. Talent than I do because it takes so much talent and artistry to make these things. I want to watch him make sushi. I want them to put it down in front of me, and I just want to enjoy it. That's really what oh, I want. Now, no, now Brandon, are, are you a sake guy? Uh, I gotta ask. Yeah, so so sake for me is. I'm not a connoisseur of it, so I don't know a lot about it. Like, I'd like to think I know quite a bit about wine, quite a bit about whiskey, but I don't know a lot about sake. I know it tastes good. I know that I like it, but I don't know a lot about it. But yeah, I do enjoy it. I don't. I don't know if I like it as much as a lot of alcoholic beverages. And <laughs> Kane and Brandon know this. I, I am a, a, a functioning alcoholic. And uh, <laughs> sake is is not necessarily an alcoholic beverage that I've in, enjoyed really as much. Like I've had it once or twice, and it's not really anything that I'm like, you know, I, I gotta have that every time I go out to you know an Asian sushi. restaurant or right, sushi right. or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. What about you guys? I'm sorry. I, I'll butt in on this, and I'll tell you that it's not my thing. And uh, I will tell you that my wife loves it. And uh, when we go to happy hour at a place we go to uh, on East Colonial uh, near downtown Orlando, they do two for one sake. She does cold. Uh, 
also See, there's a rule. Is cold is yeah. intriguing. It's all right. It's I still don't care for it. But like, <laughs> it, there's a rule. I don't know if you know this Wasaki. There's a rule that you're not supposed to pour it yourself. You have to have somebody else pour it for you. If you pour it yourself, it's bad luck. Okay, I didn't I know, did that. know that. Yeah, one person's supposed to pour it one time. The next person pour it the next time. Yeah. So fun, fun fact. Fun fact. But no, it's not my thing. If you're wondering. Huh. I didn't know that. Yes, yeah, sake. I I can't. I can't. I can't throw it down. No. I like things that are enjoyable when I drink them, <laughs> <laughs> and that is not That's one fair. of them. So yes. like, I'll drink whiskey all day, and I'll drink old fashions, everything else. But man, I oh. cannot. I, I can't throw down sake. It's just it. No, nope. Ugh, nope. No, thank you. You've inspired me to want to have an old fashioned by saying yes, that. Uh, uh, old fashioned are easily one of my favorite old fashions. They're so Ooh. good. They're so good. Really good. Uh, going back to Corona real quick. They make a ball and whiskey smash for anybody who is interested. They also make a really yes. good Woodford old old fashioned. So, uh, oh yes, just throwing that out there for people who love those type of drinks. And, uh, you know, anybody that likes a little bit bigger of a, 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 a brand, a, a chain, basically, uh, Bonefish Grill, they make a mean old-fashioned as well. Smoked, smoked. Throw yes. that in there. Yes. Gade and I went one time, and uh, they, they have a killer old smoked old-fashioned where they keep, they somehow keep the smoke within the glass as you're sipping on the old-fashioned. And it just adds a, a little bit more to the flavor. So, so good. So definitely check that out too. Do they make it table side? They do. Oh, man. Okay. Wow. Well, at table side now, huh? Well, I know they made it at the bar. Um, I'm not sure. Kate and I weren't there table side at that point. We no, were they, at the bar. Yeah, we didn't. Normally we sit at the bar that one particular day we sat table side, but they, uh, the way they make it, they do like they have a wood chip and they literally light it on fire and they, uh, they kind of, uh, put it under your uh, glass, uh, let it smoke up the glass. Then they make the drink and then they kind of throw it a little bit more in there, I guess. I don't know. It's very interesting though how they do it, yes. but it's, it's amazing that just smoking the glass adds that additional flavor to it. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. You know, I'll say one, Brandon, I'm going to agree with you. I am like craving sushi like crazy. There's this place over in Hunter's Creek that we go to called Sukihana. That's all you can oh, eat. Yes. We go there and I have been craving it more than any time I normally have. Um, I feel like I'm pregnant right now and that's all I'm craving. Um, otherwise, I said I really want a mean steak. I'm like, when this all ends, I'm going out and getting the best steak I have ever gotten. And I want like the royal treatment. I was like, I really want someone to ask me, do you want fries with that or something? You know what I mean? Like, I'm really yeah. I'm craving that right now. And I thought, wow, you know, you talk about fries with problem. that. Yeah. I mean, if you if you want one of the best steaks you could ever get, the bull and bear at Waldorf Astoria. Hey, man, that is some good eating right there. Hey, stimulus checks on the way, bro. Let's go. Yes, sir. Thank you, <laughs> President Trump. I know what I'm spending that on now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, so I'm going to jump into our article real quick here. I feel like you boys would enjoy this one. Um, this one comes from, once again, everyone's favorite uh, news source, Fox News. And, uh <laughs> Fake news. Um <laughs> And uh, the headline is Australian astrophysicist sent to the hospital after coronavirus invention goes wrong. Um, basically, it says in an Australian astrophysicist in Australia uh, went to that. Wow, that was redundant. I just realized went to the hospital last week after getting magnets stuck up his nose <laughs> while attempting to invent a device to stop people from touching their faces amid the coronavirus oh. pandemic. Um, apparently he was doing research and everything else. Him and his partner were working to create a necklace that sounds an alarm. When someone tries to touch their face, they began by wearing magnets on the wrist and then reared and tried putting magnets in his nose. Um, I, I don't understand the logic he was getting at here. I'm going to be honest. Uh, but he says it's the same logic as clipping pegs to your ears. I clipped them to my earlobes and then clipped them to my nostril, and things went downhill pretty quickly when I clipped the magnets to my other nostril. Uh, a magnet on each side of his septum attracted together, leaving both sides stuck against inside of his nose. Uh, he said he Googled the situation after reading an article about 11-year-old who also got his magnet stuck in his nose. Oh, man, there was another guy that did this? Yeah, well, it was an 11-year-old. 
Yes. Uh, so an astrophysicist, I know you're not done yet, but I just want to point this out before you finish. So an astrophysicist has Googled the researchings of an 11 year old. Kid. <laughs> That's about All right, continue, like, continue. Continue. Yep. He tried using other magnets to pull out those magnets, oh, and then those no. magnets got stuck in oh, his what? nose after wow, he lost the Wow, that sounds like a swell oh, idea. Jeez. He goes, as I was pulling downwards to try and remove the magnets, they clipped onto each other, and I lost my grip. And those two magnets ended up in my left, left nostril, while the other one was in my right. At this point, I ran out of magnets. And you know what you do when you run out of magnets? Well, you know what he tried doing? Was using metal pliers to pull them out. Oh. Those two oh, no. became magnetized. His research oh. partner finally brought him to the hospital where medical staff applied an, applied an anesthetic spray and manually removed the magnets from his nose. Wow. Um, oh, gosh. Just, just wow. And then Here's the best part is is that he quotes his partner. He goes, my partner took me to the hospital that she works in because she wanted all her colleagues to laugh at me. The doctors <laughs> thought it was quite funny making comments like, this is an injury due to self-isolation and boredom. Yeah. I uh, don't understand that one, but you know, this always goes into that, like, I guess, sense of uh, thought I have about situations like this, where it seems like the smarter someone is, the stupider they are. Yes. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, sure. They call that socially inept, I think, is the... Wow, that was the, a great way to word that. Yep. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where you're extraordinarily... And it's people have said it forever. Like, I think the layman's terms for it are like your book smart or your street smart, right? Yep. But... Uh, you got no common sense. Like, you know, yeah. this guy, for example, um, extraordinarily book smart, but socially inept and to the point to where like that just seemed like a good idea. <laughs> I guess I don't know. What, what do I do? Well, YouTube it. Uh, well, yeah. okay, uh, that's you know what, not a what, great idea. I, what do the kids do in these days? <laughs> <laughs> they're sticking pliers up their nose. Yeah, where there's let's do that. What yeah, he decided to do was eat Tide Pods in order to try and fix oh, the situation. That would be a, that'd be a Gen Z like, oh, no. rec, that, like revelation, I think. In order to or fix try the to magnet. swallow cinnamon. <laughs> I'm just swallow waiting for that thing. To be a thing. Coronavirus is killed by eating Tide Pods. Oh, don't, <laughs> don't worry. Everyone oh, eat it. Mind. Don't. Uh, oh, you done did it. Disclaimer, nobody worry, actually yeah. do that. Please. Yes, please. please dear God. God. Please no, we are not. Yeah, no, no, no. no, no. I'm, listen, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I am not held responsible by your stupid choices. <laughs> Let me throw this out there. It was a joke. I will no not disclaimers. <laughs> I have tried drugs. <laughs> you know, honestly, that that's just one of those things where I go, I I can't believe. Well, I'll say he's 27 years old. He's a 27 year old astrophysicist. I, I'm seeing uh, here. So, yeah, self proclaimed. Apparently, I really want to know where he got his degree because, good lord, I just yeah, I, like I don't know. mistake. Yeah, I, but I, I don't think. Is there? I, a I think I for common sense. Found... I found somewhere where, where he got his degree. Uh, I'm going to read this verbatim. What? Uh, that damn bitch, Carol Baskin University. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be it. Up. That's got to be it. That's gotta, there's no other explanation. Okay, Honestly, that's all I'm saying. I totally thought you had Googled this guy and everything else and went straight <laughs> in. I, was, I thought I set it up ready. perfectly. He did. Do you think he's incorrect? Come on. <laughs> Oh, Honestly, man. she's the right root of in all Tampa, our Florida, the heart of Tampa, Florida. Yes, root, root of all our problems. This is why Florida is the way it is. You know, it's, it's no no other explanation. That's did you guys see that Trump is considering uh, exonerating, or I guess uh, I guess exonerating. Yeah, pardoning. There we go. Pardoning yeah. uh, Joe Exotic. Yes, I mean, hey, free Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic, twenty twenty. Free Joe. <laughs> Listen, I, this is New what Trump I got to say about it. There's been people who, who have said, yeah, listen, I, I guess his niece or somebody said something like, listen, this is not the real guy. You know, he's like 20 times worse in person. As far oh, as wow. I'm concerned, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, he's a guy who's been hurt. OK, he's been played. He's been his Both parents did him wrong when he was a kid. Uh, he's very entertaining Netflix guy. <laughs> uh, that's going to make me sound ignorant. But at the same time, uh, I don't know, like. I I think I genuinely believe based off of what I've seen 
that he was pushed into what uh, he was arrested for by a dirtbag who has been a felon forever and is nothing more than just some f***ing cheeseball dirtbag, Jeff Lowe. Let me go ahead and Jeff name Lowe. him. Bad and uh, yeah, I, I, I think that if Jeff Lowe never came along, like I don't think Joe Exotic ever goes to prison. I really don't. Agreed. Like I don't. Agreed. I don't think he ever goes as far as doing what he's doing or, or did what he did. I think he got egged on because this guy saw this as an opportunity to, to get rid of him and, and take a zoo and everything that meant something to him. And uh, if he was pardoned, then, uh, you know, I would, I, I, you know, I think that'd be the right thing to do. I really do. I mean, but that's just me. I'll just go fuck myself, I guess. I mean, I'll say uh, in a way I agree in a way I agree, but I also go, you win, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Yeah. And, and he also yeah, admitted several times he was doing illegal things, selling tiger cubs. So, I mean, I guess yeah. whatever you want to go to prison for is your own poison, but whatever. Right. Exactly. Where I go, you know, in the end, did he do something he wasn't supposed to? Yes. Did he do it for probably the wrong reasons or was he, you know, convinced possibly but in the end do i think he deserved jail time sure probably at one point but do i think 22 years no i don't think it's no nah. i mean this is where i'm just gonna i'm gonna go on to a, a quick uh little thing here a little quick little rant do it, my boy. mini rant do the, it. the prison system is supposed to write uh it's supposed to rehabilitate people right and put them back into society and make them better Ball and it's supposed it. to teach them the wrong and I think, don't get me wrong, it's not like I want a murderer running around on the street or anything else like that, but it's supposed to re rehabilitate people who create crimes. And I think to a certain extent, we need to actually be rehabilitating rather than having someone sit for 10 years with nothing to do with their life, then come back out. And do you really expect them to be a functioning member of society? Right. You know, and, and I, oh, by the way, you know, we, us, the taxpayers, uh, us normal, you know, functioning human beings... Uh, that exist in society we are now paying for these guys to hang out in prison getting three meals a day you know just basically hanging out playing basketball going and hanging out you know being grounded in the rooms basically uh you know it, it's hard for a lot of these guys that all they know is the streets uh to then be like oh well yeah the outside world is much better than just hanging out in here where I'm getting fed consistently and I'm getting, you know, all the information that I could possibly want and, you know, possibly making friends sort of thing, uh, you know, as opposed to being out on the streets, sleeping under cars or sleeping in cars, whatever the case may be. And, uh, you know, basically living life at, at, in the slums, essentially, you know, it, it's hard for them to, to make that decision oh, hey, by the way, you know, this uh, living out in actual society is better than living in prison and in the prison system. I agree. Right. I agree. And that's the thing I'll say is there's a lot of, I'll leave it at this. There's a lot of people who are homeless and or people who get cancer and everything else. And they commit a crime in order to have their health care paid for so they could stay alive. Yes. Just, just have a minimum sentence, you know, that kind of stuff, do something minor in order to to stay alive for a little longer. So, I mean, I don't think you're getting the best of care in there, but still you're at least getting a treatment. But, Something more than what they could afford without being there. Yes. Correct. Absolutely. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Correct. But, you know, I'll say that's that's a problem for another time, and I am totally not a politician, so I am definitely not going to be able to solve that problem. I don't have any solutions to that problem. Yeah, that's above my pay grade. Uh, I, I'm just here. Yeah, so yeah, far, and above, far and above. Far and above. You know, I'm just getting $1,200. All right. And that's about hey. it. Oh. Hey, prohibitions, whiskey. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, I get it. So I got one last question to end us off here that we'll, uh, we'll go around real quick. Um, so when we were talking about restaurants here, it made me think, are you the kind of guy, we'll start out with Cade. I'll start out with Cade here. Are you the kind of guy that orders the same thing at a restaurant repeatedly, or do you try and go somewhere new? Uh, I try to go somewhere new, but I think it depends on the place, right? So if you go, if I go to Ale House, I'll give you an example. I get the same couple of things every single time, but I feel like uh, I'll give you another example, like uh, Cooper's Hawk. Like I am a, a wine club member, Cooper's Hawk. Uh, 
I try to get something different there every time because they always have different specials, so on and so forth. So I feel like it's dependent on the place that I go. Like there are some places where like, hey, that's it, man. That's a special. Like I'm going here for a, a cheeseburger flatbread or a fucking Zinger Mountain Melt or or I'm going here and I'm getting, uh, you know, I don't know what the special is. So I want to I want to hear it. I want to get what I'm getting, blah, 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 blah. So I, it depends. It depends on where we're going, I guess. Okay. Okay. I'll say I'll throw in my little two cents here before I move on to you guys. I'm very much of a basic bitch. Um, I, <laughs> I stick to what I like. <laughs> I, I, I do. I stick to what I like. I, um, I, I'll say normally, like, I feel like I waste the server's time when they're like, oh, we have this going on. This is our special tonight. And then I go, great. Can I get the same thing I've always ordered, please? <laughs> and even though I just asked. Um, what is that, though? What is the same thing you always order? Well, I mean, like, I'm with you. It's all depending on the restaurant. If I'm going to Ale House, I'm getting, I get two things. I either get zingers or I get a mountain melt. Um, and I and I keep it at that. But recently, they've been throwing in, like, zinger mac and cheese and zinger, like, yeah, they're introducing some new things there that are pretty banging. And oh, yeah, man. I honestly, I tried it because listen, my favorite food in the entire world for anyone wondering, my wife could scream it out right now. It's mac and cheese. I love mac and cheese. I don't know why. And I, I like the the crap out of the box. I don't know why. Or I can eat really good mac and cheese, but I just love it. I can eat it any day, anytime. Um, so that tempted me. But it's it's like... At Olive Garden, I get the same thing. At restaurants, I usually get the same thing. I don't change it up. Um, I I don't know why. I just once I find something I like, I stick to it. I don't know. I'm just I don't know. I'm a basic bitch. I'll fully admit that. I understand. <laughs> um, Love it, Eric. We'll, we'll move to you. Do you order the same thing, or do you uh, do you spice it up a little bit? Uh, I do spice it up a little bit. Uh, oh. it, I, I will I will say it, it kind of depends on the place I go. Similar to Cade. But uh, oftentimes I don't like sticking with the same thing. I, you know, th there are similar things that I, I like, uh, specifically when like I go to Chinese restaurants, I'm a sucker for pork lo mein or bourbon chicken or things like that. Uh, but like when I go to a, another type of restaurant, I like to kind of peruse the menu like, oh, I might have gotten this before, but hey, you know, this, this, this sounds a little better or the specials sound good today or something like that. And uh, going off of what case with Cooper's Hawk, their uh, uh, gnocchi carbonara is absolutely banging. I, I highly recommend oh that. Lord. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm I'm very similar to that. Like I I like kind of bouncing around and seeing different things I could try, and you know different appetizers and things like that. Okay, all right, all right. I'll add in. Just I'll add in here. I will. Um, if it's like a nice restaurant, like something really nice where I'm paying like, you know, 50 bucks a plate or something, then I'll change it up. Cause usually I feel like the special is okay. usually a lot better. Fair. Uh, Brandon, okay. your thought, let's hear it. So I, uh, I think I'm a mixture of both and I'll explain. So I feel like I like to be a connoisseur of restaurants and food and places around town. So Ooh. Well, yes, when I go to a restaurant, I typically have the same thing, but I'm typically going to that restaurant for that thing. So one place I have this I love, and then I'm going to go to a different restaurant because I know they have this thing that I love. Instead of, I know a lot of people like they go to a place like the Cheesecake Factory. They've got a 50 page menu. They're like, I go to the Cheesecake Factory every weekend. I can pick a different thing. I love it. Well, I go to the Cheesecake Factory and I get the same thing. But next weekend, I may want to go to the sushi place and get the thing that I get at the sushi place. And the weekend after that, I may go to the steak place and get the steak there that I really love. So I feel like I'm kind of a combination of both. Okay. All right. No, I respect that. I respect that. I, I think it's it's really interesting to hear because a lot of people are, I don't know. I feel like it's it's definitely you're either one or the other, I always feel like. I'm definitely uh, a creature of habit. I'm definitely a creature habit. Like I, I go to Cheesecake Factory and I think, man, there are so many things on this menu, and I bet it all tastes really good. But God, I want this one thing. I, I really want the spicy cashew chicken. That's what I want. I walked in the door. I knew that's what I wanted here. So I'm gonna get the same thing. <laughs> you know, fun fact: I went to the Cheesecake Factory the, for the first time about two months ago. Say so, what? Yeah, yeah. I have only ever been once in my life. I. 
so I, I the town that I grew up in, I don't want to say it was like a hole in the wall little town, but it was definitely a hole in the wall little town. Um, so none of that existed near us. Um, huh. And then I moved towards the Orlando area because I've lived in Florida my whole life. And uh-huh. uh, honestly, I just never got around to it because I always thought the Cheesecake Factory was super expensive. And then I went and it wasn't that bad. Like price-wise is what I mean. Like price-wise, it wasn't that bad. And I enjoyed it. It was a good, good, solid experience. Good, solid experience. Cooper stock I've never been to. My wife uh, once got uh, pretty plastered there at a bachelorette party uh, with Tasty. <laughs> they make it awfully easy to do. I just want to throw that out they there. They really do. <laughs> I'll say it was hilarious, her coming home and <laughs> just hearing her like – so someone had driven her home and <laughs> you could she like slammed the door really loud and I was like, Oh, she drank a good amount. But that's all right. Listen, she had a good time. <laughs> she had a good time and we well, all she had do a good it. time. That's all that matters. That's what I'm saying. I've thrown it down a couple times where I've been loud and obnoxious. And when I drink and I'm having a good time, I typically one want a line dance or two, I uh really want to sing country music really loud. Ooh, so yeah. That I don't know why. That's just what I do. Uh, <laughs> I have once rolled my ankle while line dancing while completely hammered. But uh, yeah, oh boy, yeah. fun. That was a good time. That was a good. I was still laughing the entire time <laughs> until the next day <laughs> <laughs> when I felt it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I think we're gonna wrap up this episode here. Eric Brandon, thanks so much for. Uh, for joining us today good hey, sirs thanks so much for having me i really appreciate absolutely it. thank you thank you appreciate being on of course we'll we'll definitely have you guys back on again uh once again we want to want to thank everybody listening for uh listening to the podcast getting us to a thousand downloads oh, oh! <laughs> <laughs> and uh we can't wait to get to five thousand and be plastering it up everywhere with everyone so uh Cade, you got any uh parting remarks for us here sir it's a classic, but it's never been truer than it is now. Uh, for folks out there who need a little motivation, uh, you didn't come this far to come this far. Uh, we've got a lot of things left to be done, and we've got a lot of productivity that we need to accomplish. And, uh, boy, there's just there's lots to do. So uh, you're, the end is not nigh. There is a big future in front of all of us. So that's all I got. Amen. It always gets so deep at the end of the, ep- the episodes, man. Anybody else feel it heavy in here for a second? Just just a tad. Just a tad. Yeah, yeah. I'd say it was just about as heavy as that bitch Carol Baskin. <laughs> well, thanks again for joining us, everyone. Uh, we hope you guys stay safe. Don't party too hard. And uh, make sure to go follow us over on uh, that old social media at Ragju Podcast. We'll be talking to you guys later. Deuces! Peace. Bye-bye. See ya.